It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge and insight of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And now here's your host, Pam Curry. Hello, welcome to the Franchise Business Radio Show, a platform that brings franchise professionals and resources together to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and franchise consumer. Wow, and in this show, and talk about educate and connecting, this show is going to be fabulous. The amount of years, expertise, and knowledge of the guest on this show uh, is, is really going to make it for a great show for all of our listeners. Uh, I'd like to go ahead and introduce our first guest, uh, Robert Edwards, and you may have heard in the opening that um, Rob, that Robert Edwards is the founder of Franchise City, who is now the sponsor of Franchise Business Radio Show. So happy to have you on the show, Robert. Thank you, Pam. Thanks for the opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, Robert and I go back, and uh, we actually work and collaborate together, but I want to give you a little bit of background on Robert. Uh, Robert is a serial entrepreneur, investor, and the founder of Franchise City. Robert, uh, tell, tell our listeners a little bit more about your background and what has led you to being the founder of Franchise City. Sure. Thank you for that. And uh, similarly to a lot of other people, I started off working in corporate management for Fortune 500 companies, and uh, not to date myself, but way, way, way back in the early 90s, I got the entrepreneurial bug, as a lot of people do, and I started with a video store that eventually became a small chain in Toronto, and eventually sold that business, but as a lot of people you know, will attest, once you have that entrepreneurial bug, it's difficult to, to go back to corporate. So over the years, we had some failures, some successes in uh, property development and in real estate. Now, when the internet uh, started and we started looking at it, we saw the value of that platform uh, and the potential for business. So we started promoting luxury real estate, which was great for a few years until about 2008, Mm -hmm. which the economy took a little bit of a turn Mm -hmm. and luxury real estate, not so much of a great sell. So at the time, I happened to know a couple of franchise owners. I approached them. I said, hey, can we you know, plug your brands into uh, our promotional process. And at the time, ironically, I was completely oblivious to the fact that there was such a thing as, you know, franchise brokering. So over the years, uh, we've expanded our portfolio. Today, we work close to, uh, I think, about 600 franchises. And now we have a really refined process that helps these candidates identify and research franchises. So, Robert, believe it or not, uh, we're, I know you're calling in. You're a virtual guest, and we're in the studio, and we're, we're checking out the Franchise City site r- right now. Um, and I just want to let, let our listeners know that you have an incredible presence on YouTube and have really produced a lot of great educational franchise uh, YouTube videos. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but let's, let's take a step back. Let, let's talk about Franchise City. You, you kind of gave a general idea of what Franchise City does. Uh, give a little bit of an overview and um, the value of working with Franchise City. Sure, thanks. And, you know, our, our trademarked tagline, as you can see on the website, a better way to buy a franchise. So what does that mean? So right now, in the typical buying process, someone who's interested in a franchise, they'll contact one 
maybe two franchises. They'll speak directly to the franchisor. And there are very few tools right now or resources available that help people assess whether this particular franchise is an ideal choice for them. So the buyer is never aware if there may have been other opportunities perhaps better suited to their business goals, their operational preferences, or even potentially more profitable businesses. And there's, as you know, about 3,000 franchises opportunity out there, out there 3,000 to 4,000. So for a single individual to research every single one, it's just not feasible. So the Franchise City process and uh, our independent experts them as you are one help the candidate first understand their preferences and skills and it's funny a lot of people haven't even given that any thought mm -hmm. then identify these franchises that are in alignment with these business goals so their budget market demand and dozens of other criteria so initially we provide these profiling tools like a psychometric assessment that help determine the candidate's ideal business profile and these can actually predict future business success in any given environment before people invest their money. Now, of course, the benefit to our franchisor partners is the process is identifying and recruiting candidates who are very well calibrated and suited to their specific operational model. And of course, a better suited candidate is a more productive franchisee. So it's a win-win for everybody. Absolutely. So yeah, they're, you're hitting on a lot of key points there and being effective in, in identifying, selecting the right franchise, uh, not only from a financial and business model, but also from the standpoint of, you know, does it align with that individual's uh, personal goals, financial goals, lifestyle goals? There's a lot of a lot that has to be taken into consideration. Uh, with that being said, uh, how what are the costs or are there any costs associated with your services? It's a great question, and uh, no, there are not. <clears throat> working with us, it's similar to working with an executive recruiter or a realtor. So our fees are actually paid by the sellers, and these are the franchisors who, you know, obviously respect the processes we follow and who recognize the quality and fit of the candidates that we ultimately are referring to them. And I should also mention, candidates will pay the same fees royalties, franchise fee, everything else, whether they work with us or not. So mm -hmm. it really is a free service. It's not padded or hidden anywhere to candidates. And there's no obligation for them to invest. So it's funny, you know, uh, franchising at this point, despite being this massive industry, there's really no organizations, institutions, or processes that exist to help buyers. And it's not like going to a realtor or browsing the MLS when you're buying a house, you know, there's a multitude of these resources and support, everything available for real estate, for insurance, for financial investments, but in franchising, not so much. So we're, we're hoping to change that. Uh, and, and you know, you're actually, that's a very, very valid point as well. And, and that's why you need to be very selective in who you are working with as a franchise consultant. Um, anything to add around that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the additional value propositions that uh, that we bring, and as you know, Pam, because you're part of our team, mm -hmm. uh, every single one of us has deep experience, not only in, you know, the consulting side or coaching side, whatever, you know, terminology you like to use, but we're also business and franchise owners ourselves. Mm -hmm. Many with, you know, decades of experience in franchise ownership and just a, a deeper understanding. So we can provide real-world experience to individuals. This isn't book learning. This is actual hands-on. We've been there. We've done that. So I think strategically from that perspective, uh, there's a lot more depth and a lot more value that we can provide to our candidates. 
Absolutely. And, and not to date myself, it, it's hard to believe that I have close to 20 years uh, in the franchise world. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, along with uh, many of the other franchise consultants that are affiliated with Franchise City, um, really been able to see the franchise business model from all different perspectives, right? Franchisor, franchisee, as a system developer, where you help an independent business owner take their concept, package it, franchise it. Uh, Obviously, as a consultant, where we specialize in helping clients who are looking for franchise ownership. So deep experience um, obviously gets paid forward to the candidates we work with. Let's talk about franchising, <laughs> the industry itself. Why, why do you think franchising is such a great opportunity? Yeah, that's a, a great question. And, you know, I'm sure that uh, gets bantered around a lot on your show in particular. But there's a somewhat overused term in franchising. I'm sure you've heard it. You're in business for yourself, but not by yourself, <laughs> oh, right? Yes. It's kind of a cliche term to us because we hear it 50 times a day, but it really is an accurate representation of the benefits, right? The, the franchisor benefits, they have someone in that territory with a vested interest in making that business succeed. And the franchisee benefits from the brand recognition, the systems, the processes, and the support that are provided by the franchisor. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, Pam, right now there's franchises in virtually every sector. It's not just about food. You know, any any business model you can think of, for the most part, has a, a franchise behind it at this point. Yeah, I know it's easily over eighty different industry categories, and uh, we're yep. gonna we're gonna be touching on one of those categories a little bit later on the show with our guest in the studio, Marsha Mead. Uh, Let's talk about this recent strategic partnership that has been formed between uh, Franchise City and Fran Brokers. What is that all about? Yes, yes, very excited about that yeah. uh, about that partnership. And it's funny because we haven't made the formal announcement yet, even. So I guess this is it. <laughs> <laughs> the precursor the, uh, announcement. <laughs> yeah, here we go. So Fran Brokers Consortium, and you know, it's, uh, speaking back to depth of experience, they are a group with uh, a structure very similar to our own. So they're a collection of independent professionals with a very deep franchising experience and some very, very talented people in the group. And it was founded by Lori Sturm and Kevin Olson. And Lori is an MBA professor, has extensive experience in, in franchise law. And Kevin, who's actually now retired, uh, was one of the founders of the Pro Image Sports franchise which grew to, I think, up to about 200 locations. So uh, this partnership is going to help in a number of ways. Number one, it will uh, help us uh, physically to enable us to work with a greater number of candidates. We were a relatively small group before, uh, as well as we're going to start comparing and combining our processes towards enhancing uh, the user experience. And, you know, I've, I've had access to some of the ways that they're doing things. And it's very exciting taking, you know, the Franchise City and the Fran Brokers putting it together. And uh, I think over the next two or three weeks, we're going to have some pretty exciting changes that we'll, uh, we'll be announcing. Would it be too bold for me to say it's almost an aggregate of the best of franchise breed? I like it. <laughs> Hold on. I, I've got to register that. One second. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Trademark. Done. <laughs> I love it. Great information. Very excited about that partnership and, and what it's going to mean to everybody. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, Robert, uh, tell, tell our listeners, how would they go about getting to your Franchise City site? 
Well, that, that's a good question. And, uh, you know, one of the other value propositions that we bring is we don't like to hammer a square peg into a round hole. Mm. We want people to take their time, get to know us. They don't need to come and fill out a form and have someone call right away. So at their own convenience, if people would like, they can uh, head on over to our YouTube channel, get to know us, watch some of our videos, see what we do, see who we are, head over to the Franchise City page at franchise.city. Yes, that's .city, not .com. <laughs> and, you know, just get to know us. And over time, as you know, everybody is sort of at a different stage in the process, and we respect that. So if someone's ready, hey, you know what, I know I want to buy a franchise, I just need assistance in that regard, give us a call directly. If not, you want to sort of hide out and you know, see what we do and who we are, uh, head on over to Franchise City or Franchise City Online, which is the YouTube channel. Yeah, and great point. There, There's an educational journey that goes along with this. And uh, like you said, everyone's in a different stage of of moving to that franchise business ownership. And and if someone wanted to see your YouTube educational videos, uh, is it, it? I have YouTube.com forward slash Franchise City Online. Is that correct? That's the one. And usually if you uh, Google Franchise City, the uh, YouTube channel will come up in the top five results. Or Google your name. It's uh, Robert Edwards. Yes. <laughs> I, I should have done that before we said anything. <laughs> Easy enough. Uh-oh. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's, it's fine to Google it. Excellent. And uh, franchise.city. Again, just want to make that clear that it's www.franchise.city. Franchise.city. That's the one. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Great information. Very excited to have you as as a sponsor of the Franchise Business Radio Show. Uh, Equally as excited about the strategic partnership uh, with Fran Brokers and uh, having this aggregate of the best of franchise breed come together. Awesome. Thanks so much, Pam. Right. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Please hold on. We've got, uh, we have another guest, uh, in the studio who you know because both of us have actually worked with Marsha Mead. Uh, Marsha Mead is the VP of Franchise Recruiting for Outdoor Living Brands. Welcome, Marsha. Hello, Pam. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. And this is not your first time on the show, so very excited to have you back. Well, gosh, twice. I'm so honored. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk about a wealth of knowledge and deep experience. I just want to share with our listeners a little bit about your background. Marsha actually serves uh, currently as the Vice President of Franchise Recruiting of Outdoor Living Brands since since January of 2018, so fairly new. Yes, yeah, one one year, and I, it feels like a day. That's right, <laughs> when you, you just had your one-year anniversary, and we're going to talk about Outdoor Living Brands um, and what is happening there. I know that you're responsible for the leadership of the franchise recruiting team that builds the growth across five different brands that fall underneath the outdoor living brand umbrella. Yes. And we're going to talk about that. But prior to that, you actually have, a gosh, over 18 years of experience in franchising. I do. And uh, like very similar to you, I can't imagine that it's been 18 years. <laughs> no, let's not date ourselves. <laughs> uh, but in your, your experience has really uh, primarily been on the franchise development side with a couple of very um, prestigious brands. 
Yeah, I've been really fortunate. I started in franchising as a franchise owner, um, very similar to a lot of the people that we work with and mm-hmm. a little similar to Robert's story, although I think Robert made it longer in corporate America than I did. I, I lasted four years <laughs> out of college and found that I just wasn't the best fit for corporate America. <laughs> <laughs> well, where did you start? I started as a franchise owner in a painting franchise, a residential commercial painting franchise and was very, very lucky that I fell into a franchise at 25 instead of trying to start a business on my own. Um, I certainly had the energy and the gumption, but would not have had the level of success that I had. And what really changed my life and my career path, being a franchise owner, but without the support and guidance, uh, you know, down to weekly guided phone calls from a franchisor on the Mm -hmm. phone saying, okay, it's Monday morning, do you know what you're doing this week? And as a 25-year-old, old most of the time we don't <laughs> <laughs> or a 50 plus <laughs> true <laughs> excuse me well you know and that kind of you, you know that kind of parlays into a question that we were just talking about earlier which is you know, what is the value of being a franchise owner you know what, what there's a great opportunity there and you hit on a lot of key components or pieces yeah so um you know one of the things that um, uh, Robert was, was quoting some sayings that we hear a lot in franchising and one that I probably overuse is the, the wheel has been invented here, mm-hmm. um, in a, in a well supported franchise organization. And certainly outdoor living brands is one of those wonderful franchise opportunities out there for people that are looking for a franchise. But there's this wonderful, culture within great franchise organizations in addition to ours that we're here to provide the wheel and it's the the energy and the drive and the direction that the franchise owner gives it and I I get asked all the time how much money can I make and what's my (laughs) life going to be like as a franchise owner right you've never heard these questions before (laughs) so um, I always tell people look it's your wheel and you know we're going to give you the process the business model uh, the lead acquisition process how to sell, how to manage employees. We're going to give you all these tools, but at the end of the day, you determine the speed and, and the direction. And, and that's where the independent part comes in for business owners. Okay, I have to say this, and Robert, I, I, I you know, obviously want you to chime in too. What I really, really liked about everything that you just said, and that something that you didn't say, which to me is very pertinent, I think very often when someone is considering franchise ownership, they think, oh, I've got to have that well-known brand name. Hmm. <laughs> when really the number one thing that they're licensing is the proven methods of operation in everything that you just listed. Uh, definitely value in a brand, no doubt about it. But the greater value to me is that business model and all of the, you know, all of the spokes to the wheel that you just mentioned. That's right. And, you know, in franchising, there's about 3,500 franchise brands in our country right now. And I bet most of us could probably list 20. Yeah. (laughs) So the brand really obviously isn't the thing that makes the business successful. And, um, you know, the X factor is is that franchise owner. And that's that's my role to find that person to grow our brands. And um, that's what I spend most of my days doing. Okay, well, let's talk about outdoor living brands. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah, so, so tell us a little bit. Give us an overview of outdoor living brands. 
Yeah, so we came together 11 years ago. Um, uh, our CEO, Chris Grandprix, and our COO, Scott Zide, were leaders of uh, franchise organizations, had met each other through networking, and, and realized that the two brands that they were leading had wonderful promise to work together. Um, so Chris Grandprix was leading our oldest franchise brand called Architect, which is a outdoor design build service so literally anything you can dream for your backyard we can design it and build it um, and Scott was leading our outdoor lighting perspectives franchise which is architectural and safety lighting and of course we do holiday lighting at the holiday time the, the team does these wonderful beautiful holiday lighting oh. scenes um, but obviously those two businesses for marketing purposes and to help the franchisees grow in their marketing diversity, they they came up with a plan to cross market to architect customers from the OLP side and vice versa. And that um, three, four years later became outdoor living brands when Chris mm -hmm. and Scott realized that not only could those two brands build and market to a customer database that was seeking the same kind of service, but we could build a business around that. So since then, we've added, we're actually a four-brand organization. We've added since then a business called Renew Crew, mm -hmm. uh, which is the clean seal and maintenance of all of those outdoor surfaces that architect builds so mm -hmm. decks fences patios gutters downspouts driveways all all <laughs> those things on the outside of our house that get dirty uh last but not least uh, a homegrown brand that we developed and just started franchising a year and a half ago called conserva irrigation mm. and that is the maintenance and retrofit of irrigation systems commercially and residentially so it really is about conserving water and uh, we do save customers 40 to 60% on their water bills. <laughs> uh, go green. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what we always say. If you don't care about green, you care about green. <laughs> so I, you're bringing up a good, you have four different brands underneath the Outdoor Living Brand umbrella. Uh, are they all calling and catering to the same customer base? Yeah, it's very interesting. That's, that is the synergy of outdoor living brands. Uh, when you think of that customer and what is such a wonderful opportunity for franchise owners in our system, as people come in and work through my team, as they develop and have an opportunity to become a franchise owner, if they say they become a Renew Crew franchise owner and they buy one or two territories to begin, as they develop and get through those first one to two years, years of establishing and learning their business, one to two years later, there's always the question of, okay, how do I continue to grow? I want to grow a big enterprise. Mm. And our opportunity, of course, franchisees can grow horizontally and obtain more territory and continue to be that renew crew of their market. Yep. Or um, right where they already have a database of loyal residential customers that love service. And, and I always say our customer is the do-it-for-me customer, mm -hmm. not, not the DIY, as we all know. <laughs> <laughs> our customers like to pick up the phone and say, do this for me. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah, I am too. <laughs> um, but um, our franchisees have this wonderful opportunity if they've established a database of consumers that really 
really like Renew Crew, well, of course they would like the services of any of our other franchises, Conserva or OLP or Architect. So the businesses fit together really nicely, and it's this wonderful opportunity for them to grow. Absolutely. That's another, uh, another approach for scalability. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's uh, we have great options and opportunities for the franchise owners here. Okay. So let's talk about the busy season. Uh, <laughs> for your franchisees, what is the busy season for them? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because obviously outdoor living brands, we are an outdoor service company. Business. Mm -hmm. Um, We do work in a seasonal marketplace, and um, a lot of times people think, "Oh, well, that means what? It's it's a four month business in the spring." Mm -hmm. Um, But that is that's not true. Even in northern climates, we're an eight nine month a year business because we are, believe it or not, in the middle of February where we are right now. Our franchisees are busy right now because Mm -hmm. if you turn on the tv or the radio everything you hear right now is about spring cleaning and home improvement and that's what makes our phones (laughs) ring before we even put our advertising out there (laughs) i love it so our franchisees we really encourage new franchise owners the best time to come on board honestly is train in the winter time and be ready to launch for spring Um, so we see a really big peak this time of year for estimates and then depending on of course the part of the country people live in then the production process starts happening of improving people's homes and then obviously that carries through the busy months of summer and fall again is another hot rush for us we're usually busy right up till thanksgiving and that's when the holidays kick in and you don't want to be busy. Exactly. And that, you know, everybody wants their house ready for Christmas, uh, but they don't want you there at Christmas. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, both Robert and I actually have candidates that are seriously uh, considering becoming franchisees. And so I kind of want to talk about the profile of, you know, of, a, of an ideal franchisee for you. Mm-hmm. Um should should we go young? Should we start with our millennials? Let's do it. <laughs> I had to remind myself this morning that millennials are actually as old as 38 years old. <laughs> They're not that wow. young anymore. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Those Gen Zers behind them that are the young ones. <laughs> but yeah, look for um, the answer. The question of ideal candidate is always a tough one for me because there's a lot of ideal candidates in our type of business. All of our franchises are home-based, considered low investment, our highest investment all in, including all operating capital is $150,000, and and we go much lower than that. So um, low investment, home-based, there's a ton of freedom that is afforded in a home-based business, a lot of flexibility. Um, From a millennial's perspective, um, millennials have proven to us, Gen Xers and older, that at the end of the day, flexibility in a work schedule is a high desire for them, right? They don't work the nine to five that we're used to. But with the technology suite that we have, everything is cloud-based. So, um, you know, a millennial can be sitting on their patio at 9 o'clock at night working on a tablet and managing their business from their backyard. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of attractive components there. And, and we find that millennials like to work with their families. So it's a really great opportunity to bring in family members. Yeah. So even though it, it obviously is going to cross over all different ages, all different backgrounds, uh, it's it's whether or not it's the type of business that's going to suit you for all of the reasons you mentioned. Yeah. You know, it's just as Robert was saying earlier, you know, we value working with 
people like you and and Robert because um, you know there are really important questions for franchise candidates to consider of mm-hmm. um, not just the baseline of how much am I going to invest and how much am I going to make, but what is my role as the business owner going to be, and what is a day in the life like, and yes. what will what will change in my life as a franchise owner. Um, so there's there's so many components and and the work that that you and Robert do before franchise candidates come to us helps us clearly understand what somebody is looking for and then we can talk to them about are we a 100% fit are we a 90% fit how does this work (laughs) right yeah it's a two-way vetting process right absolutely yes Mm -hmm. and we you know and uh, again you guys bring us candidates that understand that that's how franchise development works because of course we're interviewing to ensure that we're protecting our brand and our future Um, and of course I expect them to be interviewing us because this is a big life decision for anyone buying a franchise. Absolutely. I'd like to talk about another candidate audience, and that's our veterans, those who have served our country. How do veterans fit into your business model? You know, it's um, our type of franchise at Outdoor Living Brands is really a wonderful fit for veterans. Um, Our franchisees that are veterans have found such great success, and we've really enjoyed having them as part of our franchise system so much so that we now offer discounts on the franchise Mm -hmm. fees to veterans and all of our brands. Um, So helping them out and recognizing their service and being grateful for their service and giving them an opportunity to become business owners um, is really an honor for us um, because they do fit well. You know, we're process oriented. We're outdoors. Most most veterans don't want to be behind a computer in an office. That's right. <laughs> um, so we're outdoors. We're on the move. We're working with people. We're working in teams. Um, there's just a lot of things that translate well from military service into our franchise ownership. That makes sense. But can we can we dive a little bit into this, um, I guess, just where you are in your growth um, as uh, with each brand, mm-hmm. uh, right? Uh, Archidec, mm-hmm. uh, you obviously are, are experiencing a lot of growth with each brand. Um, total of 236, if I look at all of them <laughs> collectively. Yes. Uh, but can we go down each one? Tell us a little bit about where you are and some expectations of growth. Yeah, absolutely. So our Architect brand um, is our oldest brand. It's been around for 40 years now. And it's it's a really unique business. And the fact I shared earlier, it's design build of anything a customer can dream. And that also um, makes it a very interesting business mm-hmm. um, because there really isn't a uh, a day that's the same for our franchise owners. So really looking for a good, strong project manager for that business that really does want to dig in and enjoy the variations of every day. Um, And of course, we have somehow some wonderful way our operations team has found a way to operationalize the the differences in customers' desires into Uh a very systematic process. Um, So for somebody to come in and manage and um, our Archidec franchises have a very large average job size and they're working with customers for a long period of time. So it's really a big relationship relationship building business for the franchise owners. Um, And we are over 50 locations with our Architect franchise, right. and uh, we'll add about 10 to 12 new locations with Architect this year. So Congratulations. Big growth year. Absolutely. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, uh, OLP? 
Yeah. So again, OLP is our second oldest brand that's been around. Last year was our 20th anniversary. Uh, so 21 years this year with OLP. Congrats. And thank you so much. And uh, outdoor lighting perspectives, as you can imagine, um, not every single home needs architectural lighting. So this is a unique brand and the fact that we're really working with uh, a higher end homeowner. Mm-hmm. Um, and our franchisees, we, we call this our, our diamonds and caviar brand because <laughs> they're a little fancier on the OLP side. <laughs> but our franchise owners are creative and they're doing lighting design and, and we do these nighttime light demonstrations and reveals with homeowners that are just a ton of fun, wow. like all the shows on on TV that with all the big reveals. So we get to do that <laughs> multiple times a night with homeowners in the summertime. It's a lot of fun. You get to be outside. It's a very simple installation. A two-man crew can install almost seven figures in revenue for a franchise owner. Wow. Yeah. I see a reality show in the making. Here. <laughs> the unveiling. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I've, I've introduced Pam with another idea because she has so many. <laughs> very true. <laughs> so with OLP, we're over, we're close to 70 locations now, and we'll add 10 to 15 locations this year. So wow. OLP's in a really nice growth trend as well. Yeah. And, and for our listeners, I just, I just want to make it clear that that is very attractive uh, growth um, momentum. It, it, it really is. I mean, that's a very nice pace and manageable as well. Yeah, there's this really interesting balance in franchising that must be struck. Um, You know, we support and train the heck out of our franchise owners. And uh, when you grow 50 or 100 units a year, that doesn't always yield the best onboarding Mm -hmm. and training for franchise owners. And that's really much more important to us than having 100 new franchise owners this year. (laughs) I I understand. Uh, Let's talk about the other two brands, Renew Crew. Yeah, Renew Crew is, uh, we've been franchising, Renew Crew is an acquisition and we rebranded it three years ago. So mm. we just launched franchising Renew Crew um, uh, last year and uh, it's had some nice growth. We started, uh, like I said, franchising it last year uh, as, as far as franchise development. And uh, for us, Renew Crew, again, will see we're about 33 locations open mm. now and uh, we'll see in addition of about 10 more locations of Renew Crew. And Renew Crew is, again, if you, you know, franchise candidates that love to be outside and outdoors and work in a team environment, um, this is this is a really fun business where you're just, a, if you're a people person and you love the outdoors and you love being out and about and not sitting still, this is a great opportunity. That excellent. And can uh, uh, this is always hard for me to con- conserva irrigation. Yes. Yes. So most of the time people hear that brand name and they think that we're coming around and installing irrigation systems. And <laughs> certainly our franchise owners have a method to accomplish that for a, a customer if it's requested. But mm-hmm. our primary service is maintenance and retrofit of irrigation okay. systems. So not every irrigation system is uh, the the deluxe Tesla of irrigation. And that's what we're putting in. <laughs> we have a wonderful 
wonderful <laughs> partnership with Toro, and uh, they've really supported our franchise owners so well. Um, and the technology, believe it or not, nobody thinks of technology when they think mm-hmm. of irrigation. The technology components that that we can come in and retrofit somebody's irrigation system with for a very reasonable cost. Oh. Uh, this is how we save, you know, 40, 50, 60% on of water usage, which is, of course, what's near and dear to our heart of conserving water. Uh, but as I said earlier, yeah. <laughs> if people don't care about green, they care about the green because we've all yes. had that scary water bill in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> and is that is that a common question that comes up uh, for your you know, for your end consumer, are they inquiring about what does it mean to go green? And and uh, tell us a little bit about your green strategy. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, yes, we we partner with the Wyland Foundation, which is an international water conservation organization. We were honored by them just a few months ago with a, at a large national conference and an award for the work that we've done with uh, Target Corporation. Uh, that is one of our national customers mm. with Conserve. So we've just been elated at that, at Target's uh, focus on conservation paired with ours and Wyland Foundation. But the the typical consumer that picks up the phone and calls our local Conserva franchises or goes to our website and submits a request, mm-hmm. uh, they usually have that that sprinkler head or that repair, you know, and we've all seen it. You go out for your evening walk and you have to jump off the sidewalk because somebody's sprinkler is shooting sideways <laughs> into the street, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so we've all experienced it. Look, sprinklers get damaged by the lawn care company, by the kids playing soccer in the backyard. I mean, it's it's just part of having a sprinkler system and not having to carry sprinklers around your yard with a hose. So <laughs> um, that is the typical phone call we get of, hey, can you fix this? piece of my sprinkler system. And for us, um, that gives us the opportunity to educate the consumer on, um, you know, if, if I, if, if, you know, here's the fee for your repair, Mm -hmm. here's what I can do for you while I'm here. And here's what it's going to do for water conservation and your water bill. So um, that's a that's a really simple conversation to have with a homeowner. Absolutely, <laughs> I pay pay yourself back for the investment you're making. Ultimately, ultimately, exactly. And for us, you know, with the Conserva brand, it has really gained uh, a lot of notoriety and a lot of pickup and PR in the press. And we're coming up on we'll cross a hundred franchise units this year with Conserva. So um, it is a fun and exciting brand that has a good story behind it. Yeah. I heard that uh, I think it's only like 20% of the franchise systems out there actually hit that 100 plus mark. Yeah, that that is that is a shocking statistic mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. there's the other shocking statistic of course is how often independent businesses don't succeed um, versus franchised businesses and Great point. and then you take that another level up to the franchisor level of look starting businesses is hard work and it takes dedication but it can be so fun and so rewarding so rewarding yeah I agree with you. so um, obviously anyone that is interested in becoming a franchisee they can reach out to Robert or myself at franchise city but how would someone get directly in touch with with you, Marsha, what would be the best? 
Yeah, yeah. The, the best way to reach me is through my phone number, which is, um, I'll give you my cell number. It's 913-486-5105. But uh, we find that a lot of times people like to do research and, and hit our website um, and really comb through and learn more about outdoor living brands before they speak with us. Um, so if that's your comfort level, please check out our website. It's uh, All of our websites are very simple They're to find. Gorgeous. <laughs> Well, thank you. Our digital marketing department is amazing. Uh, Outdoorlivingbrands.com will get you to all of the brands. And of course, if you Google any of our our names, you're going to find very quickly our our websites. (laughs) And that's Outdoorlivingbrands.com. Yes. 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 (laughs) We don't have a fancy dot city like Robert. (laughs) 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 I even had to write that down, Robert. (laughs) Well, in closing, uh, Robert, any thoughts um, on your side? And by the way, Robert's calling us from Canada. Wow. So I shall I know. International I, today. Yeah, we have, we've gone international. international. <laughs> <laughs> Canada, and yeah, big giant snowstorm right now. So oh, wow. very, uh, very scenic looking outside. Uh, yeah, no, no real parting words. Just, you know, looking forward to, to working with everybody in 2019. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to uh to sponsor franchise business radio and uh yeah best year ever best year ever 2019 that's uh, it <laughs> great to have you on the show robert marcia great to have you Thanks, in the man. studio yes again thank you so much and uh again for our listeners this is pamela curry host of the franchise business radio show a platform for bringing together franchise professionals and resources to connect educate and collaborate to serve the franchise community. If you need to reach out to me, I can easily be reached at pam at franchiseintellect.com or feel free to call or text me at 847-970-8765. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you again for joining Pam Curry and her guests on the Franchise Business Radio Show, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge and insight of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. Use the social media links here to share today's show and check out more episodes at FranchiseBusinessRadio.com.